listening to the Boise Talks podcast, a podcast about faith, life, mission, and other stuff, with your host, Adam Boyce. Welcome back to another episode of the Boise Talks podcast. I'm here with my friend. Hey. You are a friend. Um, and I need to unmute you so that the world can hear you. That does help. Um, here with my friend Felix. How you doing, bro? I'm doing all right. What did you have for breakfast? Breakfast, cereal. Often it's cereal. It's never just one cereal though, it's mixed. I, right. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will have crunchy nut cornflakes and sometimes I'll take a Weetabix and yeah, just crunch yeah, it yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the crunchy um, nut's too much, isn't it? It's too, it just needs too diluting sugar. a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then maybe I'll, I'll get a banana and chop it up and that's, sprinkle a banana. And, that's next level, right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what did you, I Mine. know somebody that used to take biscuits and anyway, that's. Yeah, mine was more, it was muesli, um, granola, and um, fruit and fiber. Just a fruit. I haven't had it for years. Yeah, it's it got the good. bits of um, coconut in it, hasn't it? Yeah, coconut yeah. and banana. And my son, like he's four, he he loves all of that stuff. That's his breakfast. Fruit and fiber. Yeah, he'll have that or muesli or he loves he loves granola. Yeah, yeah. He has very different tastes from what I had growing up. I'm just trying to think of, I'm, I know when I was later on in primary school, I used to like fruit and fiber, cause I used to be surprised by the bits of raisin. Yeah, like yeah, sugar. yeah. I'm now on bran flakes medically. Is it? Yeah, I'm enjoying them. Okay. I remember my name. When you say enjoying, is that inverted commas? No, I, I actually am really enjoying them because my grandma, all she'd ever eat cereal wise was bran flakes, my dad's mum. And that's the only time I would eat them. Mm. And then I stopped eating them throughout my whole adult life. And then I, hear that. I was encouraged medically to eat more fiber. Um, <laughs> 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 Just saying, I'm a human being and my doctor encouraged me to eat more fiber. So I said, how can I do that? She said, well, bran flakes is one way. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. I'm not even gonna edit that out. Leave it in. Um, anyway, I'm enjoying bran flakes. <laughs> What you had, what you had. Let's move on from breakfast. Wow, why did I just say that? I'm medically. <sighs> Jason's gonna love that if he does this. If he listens to this, that I'm getting more fiber. That's so funny. How do I move on? Where did you grow up, Felix? Let's move on from my fiber uh, intake. So funny. Um, yeah, I grew up um, in South London, um, born and raised. Um, in Whereabouts the, in South London? I was. I grew up in South London. In Tulse Hill. I grew up in Tulse Hill. Is it? We went to the same school, didn't we? We went to, did you go to Fenstanton, bro? We went to Fenstanton, yeah, yeah. Okay, so and thank you, you and, for- And you were notorious, weren't you? Bro, you didn't know me. I know I didn't. So how did you know I was notorious? Because I know you now. <laughs> so you assume I was notorious in primary school? Yeah, yeah. I'm not notorious now. What are you, what are you implying? Everything. Everything that you're thinking, I'm implying. I'm not thinking anything. Okay. I'm just thinking, where's he getting this from? And why is he coming to my I'm podcast? I'm just sure. Your teachers would have loved you in primary school. My teachers loved me. But the old headmaster, Mr. Oh, what was his name? He was very strict. He'd make the, the boys had to wear shorts. The girls had to wear skirts, couldn't wear track. He was one of those. At Fenstanton? At Fenstanton. Before? Before Mrs. Collins. Okay. And he's, and so you had Mrs. Allison in the, pri, in the oh, infants. I remember Mrs. Allison. And then you had Mr. Not Gallagher, tall guy. Anyway, and, and it, I just remember once, it was pouring down with rain. I did something he deemed as wrong. And my punishment in the pouring rain in my shorts, and he had the boys and girls in separate playgrounds. It was mm. really, anyway, whatever, in, insert a word, weird. And he had me digging up his 
plants outside of his office That's so weird. window in the pouring rain. And how old are you? It was primary school. It was infants or infant. Mm, well, no, it was him, so it would have been juniors. Okay. So it was between eight. Well, but then it was after. It was before Mrs. Collins. So I was about eight or nine. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Wow. My mum wasn't happy, and he. He met my mum that day. Huh. <laughs> I, uh, I love my mum, actually. She did a similar thing. So I... You don't even think they know your parent? Yeah, It's yeah, not yeah, until yeah. they meet your yeah, mum, yeah, yeah. they've now met your so mum. So, like, I, I, um, we went swimming at Brixton Rec. That was, like, our PE class or whatever. And I decided to jump down a few flights of stairs, like, just jump down a few stairs, a few steps. And I managed to fracture my ankle. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I say I've, I've hurt my leg and I'm limping like across the day. Yeah, because they were, and they're big step, bricks yeah, and wreck. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the teacher didn't believe me because the sort of child I was, she thought these are the sorts of jokes that Felix will be making kind of thing. Yeah. So I limp on a fractured foot all day. I get home, you know, we go to the hospital and we get it x-rayed and, you know, find out it's fractured. My mum was not happy. In fact, I think it was even before we got the results. I'm it was just, just deep like, in what you're saying. Like your teacher actually made you walk around yeah, yeah. with a fractured foot all day. So yeah, yeah. Was you in tears all day? I wasn't like bawling, but I was definitely limping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like all day. She just didn't believe me. I said, my mum, yeah. Why would she think you'd keep it up all day? I mean, that's a stretch. Mind you, I've seen you do worse here at work <laughs> <laughs> all day. Um, I, was, I was innocent, but yeah, she she met my mum that day. Yeah. So you you went you grew up in Tulse Hill. Mm-hmm. You went to the same school as me. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to delete that memory. And what what was home life like for you? Yeah. So my parents came over. My parents are Yoruba. They came over from Nigeria in the eighties, and. Um, Yes, the home life was very Yoruba. It was very, do you know what I mean? It was very West African. And um, it was amazing. Um, but that was like in terms of the food we ate, the culture, like all of that, it was. And then church life was the same. Um, we were at a Nigerian Pentecostal church. Um, and that was a blessing. Was and that then, in Tulsa as well? No, it wasn't actually. It was in Elephant Castle. Not the big one by the by the ledger center no it was uh what met tab no it's oh, a church in any castle it's the first one i picked no 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 that's not a pentecost church though is it well, yeah, it's it? not Nigeria. well maybe it is um anyways <laughs> <laughs> um no it's on borough borough road but we said borough road of course you did thinking that that's what it was called yeah yeah, yeah. borough road. road um but yeah i'm sure people that live on borough road even mispronounce it as well yeah, fair. yeah. english is full of Barra. weird like even Loughborough, like it's yeah, Loughborough, it's it, Loughborough. I think it is Loughborough, Loughborough. But it, it sounds like it looks like Luke Baruch or something. No, it definitely looks like Lough. The, the the oh the Baru at the end, yeah. As in, there's just bare. This is Sandwich. totally off topic, but you know, like Leicester. Sandwich. It, if yeah. you don't know it, Leicester. It's, like, yeah. it's like a German word, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like or Leicester. Leicester. Yeah. Worcester. Yeah, Worcester. Worcester, yeah. So Worcester. Apologies for anybody listening. Um, we are being silly now. <laughs> what was so what was primary school life like for you? Yeah, at Finn Standing, at my school. At, yeah, at your school. It was. Did they rename it after you? Literally, the Adam Boyce Finn Standing School. <laughs> they knocked it down after. Not straight after I left. After my children left, they knocked it down. Yeah, yeah they had enough. They literally. 
Um, yeah, like it was, it was cool. Like, so I did, it's interesting actually. So I did well at school academically. I was very bright. And so Is it? Um, I, I finished my work early and then I'd just like try and entertain the rest of the class. Um, teacher didn't like that, but obviously She's I She's one it. of those bright youths that did well, got their work done within five minutes, sat there throwing paper airplanes at people trying to get them into trouble. Not paper airplanes. I think I did try to just clown and just get people to laugh. Mm. Um, with me at me, it didn't really matter. Um, and, but in, in terms of like playground life, um, it was interesting because it wasn't, back then it wasn't cool to be African. Um, it was, and so, yeah, like. Was you, cause I, I remember growing up in the eighties, nineties and most of my African, fr- most, I don't know what number you put on it, but some of my African friends or British born African friends would say they're Jamaican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think w- I would say that I was Jamaican, but oh. I definitely knew it was better to be Jamaican than yeah, to be yeah, African. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then, yeah. Why is that? Why was that? I don't even know. I think... Because <laughs> nowadays, that's a, to our children, my children, your children, two different generations, technically, um, that would be a nonsense. Yeah. I Just can't relate. I think, I mean, Jamaican culture has had a massive influence on london culture um and i think maybe there's just a recognition of that that Mm. in terms of music and um i don't know just uh food vibe yeah yeah, the the heroes on the estate or whatever Mm. do you know what i mean they Mm. were often from the caribbean and so yeah maybe it's just kind of associations with that trinidad as well as jamaica yes yes, yes. i'm biased yeah just want to get in there yeah so primary school and then what was secondary school where did you go secondary school? went to dulwich college oh okay yeah Prime ministers went to Dundas College. Have it, did any prime ministers? Was that no, I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe Edward Heath. Right. Okay. I have no idea. But Dundas College. That's a, a, um, a, a Nigel Farage went to Dundas College. He was a great company, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> How thought, did you vote in the? In, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I think that's a good. I think he's a good specimen of. Um, Where the, are we going with the sentence? <laughs> the, <laughs> the sorts of. Uh, Confidence that Dulwich College. Okay, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and the, the the similarities between you and Nigel Farage, thankfully. And there. And there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you went to Dulwich College, but how did it come about? Could you. Yeah, I, so doing well at school, um, teacher just recommended that I apply. And at the time, um, there was like a government assisted place which made it financially possible. For. Um, yeah, so yeah. I was grateful for that. Amen. Um, interestingly, Tony Blair abolished that, but there we go. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was, and, I think you, it was a, and you've never voted Labour since. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Um, but yeah, it was actually a Thatcher policy done away with by Tony Blair. You don't hear it often, do you? Well, mm-hmm. anyway, let's yeah. move on. We yeah, have yeah. lots of rabbit holes we could go down. Mm-hmm. So, what was home life like for you, though, growing up? Who was at, who was at home? Any siblings? Yeah, so um, older sister, um, younger brother, um, and my mum. Um, mainly, um, and yeah, it was it was a blessing in that we like we were definitely a unit. Like we worked well together. Um, so did you say older sister? Yeah, older sister. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Be, much get much much no, only a couple of years. But she um, did she let you know that your little brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she my was, sister, she calls me, even to this day little brother. Yeah, she was she was definitely second mum, and she was um, yeah because because life was. A struggle in some ways like we weren't wealthy um although i did hear the 
did you see the Viola Davis interview with Oprah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we like we were we were poor, mm. but we weren't poor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when yeah. you can't afford afford the O and the R. No, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. she, like, because yeah, that level of poverty is like rats in the house and yeah. no, no hot water, and mm-hmm. that was never yeah. us. Like my mum always made sure that there was food on the table. Right. Like she worked hard to, to ensure that that was always the case. We were always warm. We were always well clothed, and but a lot, a lot of, I mean, a lot of poverty is is perception and experience and lived experience. So, yeah, what was yeah. your lived experience back then of poverty? Just yeah, not. Um, not having access to all the things that we might want. Um, and I know, you know, there are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Again, that's, that's... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, do you know what I mean? I, I remember enjoying my ketchup sandwiches and my... Um, do you know, I mean? you know when, like... Yeah. You've actually... You're close to running out of food, but you just kind of make something Yeah, yeah, happen. out of nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I can't even go into all of the different things, but... Mm. Um, yeah, it, it, it did, yeah, like, there was, I remember times where um, the bailiffs came around um, and, yeah, just had to hide and pretend we weren't in the house. Um, and, yeah, we were young. It was, it was, it was scary. Um, but, you know, you just kind of... I can relate. Yeah, yeah. I can relate, yeah. I can relate. Um, and for and me, growing up, a lot of it was, God rest her soul... I guess my mum's financial maturity and the way she handles her debts and bills and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But you know what it is? It's actually not that easy um, if you're not, like, native to the UK. It's actually having those conversations over the phone. You know how, like, we might put on, like, a telephone voice and a kind of... Um, when, you, when you need to bad somebody yeah, off on the phone, yeah, but yeah. you do it But in nicely. order to kind of, yeah, like... Um, argue your case and to yeah, and you articulate. That's difficult if English is not your first language. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, like I definitely empathise. Like I get it. Mm. How did what, what we're going all around the houses here? But so having experienced that as uh, okay. Well, first question: Did that did that experience of of poverty, quote unquote, stop at some point in your childhood, or was that just? The experience even going through Dulwich College. So when you was at Dulwich College, did you notice that you was different financially? From oh, yeah, well, obviously yeah. you would have done because you got a scholarship to go there. So yeah, by yeah, the definition yeah. for your existence in that school, yeah. you're, you're poor compared yeah, to everybody yeah. else. But yeah. it was there noticeable things there? Yeah, there was noticeable difference. But I didn't... I mean, my mum was always praying that I didn't feel inferior to other people. Yes, like, that was one of her like mm. big like prayer requests. Mm. And she, she prayed against any kind of complex... Um, and and yet God answered those prayers. And in some ways, like I felt like the experiences I had made me less entitled, more grateful. Like I felt like I, I, I was already aware as a teenager that I was more rounded than some, mm-hmm. of, my, some of my peers in terms mm-hmm. of... <laughs> um, I remember one time actually, we, um, so we went out for lunch. We went to like a... So when we were in the sit formal, at a certain age, you were allowed to go out of the school in order to get your lunch. That happens in normal secondary schools like mine as well. <laughs> um, and um, do you remember EMA? Did you get the education, education maintenance. maintenance allowance? We're, yeah, yeah. we're showing our... There's a, there is actually a sizable gap between us. <laughs> no, I, we never had EMA okay. when I was at secondary okay, school. Interesting. And I'm only 21. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I used... I got 
uh, there's a friend of mine. We we're both going to the shops, right? I I got he got the full amount. I wasn't entitled for some reason. I wasn't entitled to the full amount. I had l- I got less than he. I know there was a, there was a, there was this threshold that was yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then so he went to like a deli and like got you know got the person in the deli. I didn't even know that such things existed, mm. but like asked for some. Yeah, special ham and this mm, and mm-hmm. like brie and like put together that, his sandwich. Was that the deli on the corner of Norwood Road? And no, no, it was in oh, Dulwich. Okay. It was in Dulwich. In Sorry. West Dulwich. Whereas I went to... I it was in West Dulwich. Yeah. It would have been in Tulsa on Norwood Road. Yeah. Um, whereas I got my like chicken and bacon sandwich with like bare mayonnaise and, you know, just two... From home? No, no, no. Oh. I did actually buy it in the shop, but I just thought, okay... What's going on here? Because you're going to a deli. I yeah. don't even know what's a deli. Deli contestant, lots of syllables. Whereas I'm going to just like the cafe um, yeah. and getting getting a greasy sandwich. But yeah. So there was definitely a difference um, in terms of like, I didn't, I felt ashamed to have friends around my house because um, it was a, you know, it was a council estate tower mm. block, mm-hmm. whereas many of them had nice houses. So I was more often, more likely to be in their house and then being yeah. in my house. Um, and in terms of like staying over and that kind of thing, It'll like be there, not yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I think that was more my own insecurity than them that, say being unwilling. To yeah, come. yeah, 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 yeah. And it probably would have been a good, a good experience for them. Yeah, I had friends that I mean, I lived on St Martin's Estate. Yeah, and then we lived Same. on another estate. I think which house? This is Korea. Where's that? St Martin's Estate, brother. What do you mean? Where's that? No. Um, so you had two sides of St Martin's Estate. You had, yeah. you had. The bit around from Stanton, Abbott's Park, yeah, yeah. high trees that yeah. I lived on. You know, you got Upper Tulse Hill, the yeah. shops, the oh, library. Okay. I lived on, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I think was the newer part of the estate. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, on the other side. Yeah, okay, cool. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was high trees. Okay, yeah, yeah. you look at high trees, kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> so weird, such a small world. Um, I actually never knew this until today. I've known you for how many years? <laughs> so weird. You went to my school. You lived on my estate. I'm scared to know what else um, is going to come out of this. Um, but no, yeah, so, so I knew, but I had friends that lived in Dulwich and it, all manner of areas. Yeah. And yeah, they quite enjoyed coming over to the estate and roughing it, going home, cuts and bruises. and Yeah, so I, so I, I played a lot of rugby at school and um, there was a time where we had, uh, not an exchange, basically a, a group from Macclesfield. Okay. Somewhere. Mm. Somewhere, one of them. Somewhere past the Watford gap. Some, yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Um, came to like play a friendly against us. Um, and so they had people stay over. So one guy, like my opposite number stayed over at my mm. house. And like at the front of, on our front door, we had like a, a metal grate, you know, those metal metal gates, mm. <coughs> keep the bailiffs out. Um, Can you not do that again? The coughing. I'm sorry. We don't cough on voice to talk. I hear that. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so we had the, we had the gate, the iron gate and Basically, he was mad uncomfortable. He'd never seen anything like it. And he was just like, rah, like, you guys are poor. <laughs> oh. <It> is. <laughs> but Macclesfield doesn't sound rich. They had decent, decent houses. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he wasn't rude, but he was just like, shook. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Did he sleep with one eye open? Might have done. No idea. That's his business. So the, it's funny, because it could have gone another way where you felt, because you're from ends and you're going to a but is it pri- private or public school what's the difference in the two that, um, that means the same thing okay yeah okay um going to a, p- a private school 
you could have not even had a sense of entitlement, but had a it could have che- really changed you into a different. How did you keep it real? I was arrogant as. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah. So is this the, is yeah, this yeah, the yeah, refined? I was super reformed version yeah, of Felix, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. right. I, I was super arrogant. I thought I was. I was thought. I, yeah, I thought I was it. Uh, yeah, I thought I, I was better than everyone else, and because I went to Dulwich College. Yeah, 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 yeah. When did that arrogance? Start? I mean, you are still pretty pretty arrogant actually now. I think about it. I'm joking. <laughs> but no, when did that? Um, I think what private school can do is you're constantly being told that you can do anything, you can be anything, mm. and so the combination of Nigerian parents saying, you know, um, reach your, you know, reach your potential, reach for the stars, kind of thing, um, and you know, God is with you. You are the head and not the tail. You know, you're the first, you're mm. the last, mm. all that, all mm. that kind of thing. Mm. Mm. And then um, school saying, you know, you could be a prime minister, you could be, you know, you could be anything, um, and yes, you should apply. You should um, aspire to apply to Oxford and Cambridge and. Um, it just gives you a sense of confidence that yeah, like, because we're also constantly told that we were the top X percent in the country yeah, academically. Yeah. So yeah. again, it's like, yeah, like you know, why not aspire mm. to greatness? Mm. But at the same time, I mean, I was aware that there are different ways of expressing intelligence. So I knew, for example, that many of the rappers that I listened to were clearly had a better command of the English language than me, mm. regardless of the school that I went to. They mm. probably didn't finish school. Mm. But like, mm-hmm. So I was, mm-hmm. there, was, there was an awareness there that this isn't the whole truth. Um, but amongst my peers, like I was known as, and, and so part of my identity was like needing to be the smartest in the room kind of thing. Even though actually, even at school, I wasn't the smartest in the room. So going to Dulwich, I wasn't, um, like I'd be getting, 70%, maybe 80, mm. but there were people who would be getting 90 or 100. Do you know what I mean? And at Fen Stanton, was you one of the... You, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's almost like, I'm trying to put this in football terms. So like you play for... <coughs> I had to tell you not to do that again. Just hold it in, bro. It's fine. <laughs> like, so it's, yeah, it's like play, being a really good player standing out in this mid-table team. Yeah. Then you get signed by, a bit like Jack Grealish, you get signed by Man City and suddenly... You don't really stand stand out anymore. You don't really shine anymore. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're still good. Yeah, but you're actually not. Yeah, you're not the guy. So maybe that, yeah. So maybe that tempered the the arrogance a little bit as well. Mm. Um, but I think, do you know what? Like, I think God's constantly teaching me my need of Him. Um, Thank and um, I think recently, when's been the most recent? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you did spit that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of areas actually, but I think, um, so when I was at uni, like I felt like I'd done everything right. Did you go to normal uni? Was it e- Eton or somewhere? <laughs> uh, is, is Durham a normal uni? No? Yeah, I'd say, Ish. yeah, Durham's normal-ish, yeah. Yeah, Cambridge, I mean, Cambridge said no, so. You, you hear, I don't blame them. You hear, um, <laughs> your arrogance, they probably... <laughs> Probably got it the reference. No, um, Durham's yeah. You hear it in circles. Yeah, I, went yeah. To, I read at Durham. No, you don't really say that at Durham. Yeah, yeah I don't say that. No. What did you study? Sorry, engineering. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, mechanical engineering. You didn't know that. I, I didn't know. I'm just trying to think. I would never have thought that because you don't. But then I guess I actually. I did I f- knew. Yeah, I knew. I you still. Did, f- yeah. I still think like an engi- engineer. I think. I think I'm a problem solver, and. Um, yeah, the same analytical mind that helped me with engineering, I, mm. think, I think still helps me now. I mean, I, I did IT business analyst process control of that. 
And yeah, I, I still use that in, in, in mission. Yeah, so I can, I can relate. Yeah. What was the question I asked you? God taming you recently? Yeah. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to tell you some story about uni because I didn't want to be vulnerable, you know. Um, but I think... No, so be vulnerable recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great yeah. uni, God bless uni. I, I think, I think the, the most um, transformative um, situation um, has been um, planting a church in Brixton. Mm. Um, so did that, came back to London in 2013 and... Um, From uni? No, oh. no, no. I went, so I went to uni, worked as an engineer for a couple of years and worked for a church for a few years and then came back to London to right. study at Bible college. So okay. whilst I was at Bible study, I was all, Bible study, um, Bible <laughs> college. No, I'm sure you did Bible study. Yeah, I did yeah. that as well, but that's not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no. Um, I was also, um, yeah, involved in leading this church plant in Brixton, like a mile from where, where I grew up. Mm. And I, um, rewind. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, let's rewind way back. So you, you've gone to Dulwich College, gone to Durham, you've um, studied mechanical engineering. Um, did you enjoy uni? Was that Yeah, I loved it. Brilliant. Loved it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you don't, you don't pick really mechanical engineering unless you want to do mechanical engineering. It's one of those Yeah, it's funny actually. I knew from being a child that I wanted to be an engineer. Yeah. Right, okay. But it's, it, it sounds um, more surprising than it should do because, you know, Nigerian parents, we... The we last only, person I spoke to knew from when he was nine that he wanted to be a doctor, well, so I'm not really yeah, surprised. true, but um, for us, it was like we had a choice. You could be a, a lawyer, a doctor, or an engineer. Like, that, <laughs> those were our choices. Um, and Any yeah. kind of engineer, did it have to be petroleum or... <laughs> <laughs> I should have gone for oil, of, oil You should have gone, yeah. That Nowadays, looking at the prices. Yeah, yeah. that, that could have fueled more mission, but... Um, <laughs> wow. Do you like the pun? Oh, I didn't get the sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Do it now, do it now. It'll take too long to load it up. It's, it's never too late. Never too late. But, um, so you oh, said that you... We're waiting for it. Oh, here waiting it goes. It. Where is it? Um, Give us the drums. No, that's a sad one. That's hilarious. There we go. Ah, there we go. Okay. Yeah, you've got it. Now you feel you, better now. Now you're ready yeah. for the next time. I crack a joke. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, I should have done the oil and gas, but yeah, I didn't. So you didn't. God knows. God knows. When, when. Do you know how many threads we've got open right now? <laughs> Bro, it's fine. I'm, I'm pretty good at keeping plates spinning. Is it? That's my working life. Okay. Cool. I don't have a to do list. I just have loads of plates spinning everywhere. Okay, nice. And they don't crash, or people don't hear them crash. Oh. I hear that. I quickly pick up the bits, glue them back together. Anyway. Um, God knows when did you actually first for the first time realize I know God and He knows me. <laughs> so you said that you you said you went you grew up. Church was a big part of your life. <laughs> you just opened up a completely different thread. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I put a new plate on a stick and I started spinning it. Um, <laughs> but that's fundamental to your life, though, because yeah, yeah. parents have come over from Nigeria. Primary school experience, you're, you're top of the class. You've you've got this scholarship. Yeah, as this by your definition, poor young black boy in South London, you got a scholarship to Dulwich College. And one of the constant threads throughout your life was church. Yeah, yeah. But was God one of the constant threads throughout your life? Or what was, when yeah, did God, you, when did you, yeah, when was that moment? That you there was you, definitely uh, an awareness of God from a very young age. So the Bible's the first book I remember reading. Mm. So this would have been, you know, yeah, this yeah. would have been. About six th months in the room, knowing <laughs> you. <laughs> um, and, and so I, there was a sense in which I did have a, a knowledge of God as the one you know, who provided for us, who protected us. We were, you know, because we had needs, we, we came to God with those needs mm. and we, we asked 
for his provision. Um, and uh, yeah, and there was amazing miracles of debts being completely wiped wiped off. And you know, I mean, like the council saying mm. to us, yeah, don't worry about that, it's cool. It's like, what? Okay. Council don't say, yeah, cool. they, no, no, yeah. They, they really don't. So situations like that. Um, and in terms of protection, I think it's probably uh, just from my parents' upbringing that you'd, you'd pray before you leave the house and you'd pray for, you know, give thanks to God for a safe return. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. and that was, um, yeah, that was just a, almost like a drumbeat in my mm -hmm. life. Um, and yet, even though I knew God as provider and protector, I didn't know him as father. Um, and that was key. There was an, I had an awareness about um, sin because I knew I was, a, I, was, I was a sinner. I knew I needed to repent. I knew that Jesus was going to come back and that there would be a judgment. And so you had all the theory. Yeah, I had, I had certain bits in, but I didn't actually know how you could be saved. Like I thought it was down to basically stop sinning. Mm. Um, and if you sin, repent quickly. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to die before you've repented because then you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. And um, you don't want Jesus to return, to come back before you've repented because mm -hmm. again, you'll be in trouble. So it was just, it was just a bit of a- It sounds a, a bit worksy. Like you don't want mom to come back and see that you haven't yeah, tidied yeah, up your room. Exactly, exactly. So it was super worksy. It was, it was God the policeman yeah. kind of situation rather than loving father. And so it actually, it was actually through a teacher at Dulwich College. So, you know, my, my, my church was Nigerian Pentecostal. It was, um, you know, um, took God's word seriously, like wholehearted worship. And like, I, I was fully engaged in all of that, but there was also this guilt that I couldn't really deal with because I knew that I'm a sinner. Um, I'm repenting, but God knows that I'm going to sin again. I know I'm going to sin again. We're mm -hmm. not fooling anyone. Mm -hmm. So what's the point of trying? Well, I've got to try because I don't want to go to hell. It was, it was that, that kind of cycle. cycle. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, just yeah. a cycle. But um, a teacher at Dulwich College invited me to a evangelistic summer camp. Um, like a, we weren't camping. Like a rise link up kind of thing. Like a rise link up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably, not, probably didn't bang like, they didn't have Mama Sarah cooking jollof. They really, they really did not have Mama Sarah yeah. cooking jollof. Um, it was tasty food though, but it wasn't that. Chicken nuggets and smiley faces. Kind nah, of. nah. It was like um, shepherd's pie. It was chili con carne. And shepherd's pie. <laughs> I had chili. My daughter cooked chili Lasagna. con carne last night, and it, and it, it banged. It, it was good. Yeah, it's good stuff. Sorry. Um, and I remember, yeah, hot. Ch um, no, uh, yeah, there was hot chocolate, but no, there was um, chocolate cake with um, vanilla ice cream. So back to the moment of the teacher and God. Yes. So. Um, <laughs> teacher invited me to this camp and this camp like through this camp I was hearing the gospel I, from from when I went every year I'd go back and uh there was a one of the leaders from the camp came to read the bible with me at my school would like come with a pizza at lunchtime and we would read the bible like together a, a Christian union kind of no not Christian union like a yeah so separate to the Christian union so we had like a Christian meeting yeah. but this was like a one to one mm. Felix needs help <laughs> an intervention an intervention because I was super worksy like exorcist At, kind of intervention so guess, so guess what Bible book he decided to read with me I don't oh gosh okay. you're super worksy Romans yeah so we read Galatians the whole of Galatians mm -hmm. um, and like the first half of Romans. And even then, I think at one point I said to him, okay, I get it now. So we're saved by grace. Mm. And then we continue by works. And he was just like, oh, you know, he didn't do this, but I'm sure in his head, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, must yeah. have been thinking, I am wasting my life on this boy. <laughs> he doesn't get it. He's never going to get it. 
we've, we've already gone through Galatians. We're, we're way through Romans. How is he? T- <laughs> how is he talking to me such nonsense? Um, so yeah, eventually in God's kindness. How did you get the job here? Sorry. I <laughs> know, <laughs> right? Well, I'm a, I'm a slow guy. I'm talking about your interview. You know? Maybe yeah, maybe yeah, maybe the fact that I was so slow learning it makes me a good teacher. Who knows? Um, so yeah, um, eventually I I realized God enabled me to understand that I'm saved through the Lord Jesus, his life, mm. his death, mm-hmm. his resurrection, mm-hmm. not through my own performance. And that was huge. Um, and so the, the, the people who were leading the summer camp, that wasn't a camp, um, the summer activity holiday, mm-hmm. um, which was evangelistic, um, they were from a kind of Anglican evangelical kind of background. Mm. My home church was Nigerian Pentecostal, um, and it was like, my, I couldn't invite my primary school friends to either church because like the culture was just so different. Mm, they mm, would not have mm-hmm. been comfortable in the Nigerian Pentecostal church. Mm-hmm. They would not have been comfortable in a kind of middle-class Anglican evangelical mm-hmm, church. It, mm-hmm. wouldn't, it wouldn't have made sense. Mm. I couldn't have invited my Dulwich college friends to my Nigerian Pentecostal church. They would have been happy with like the evangelical churches. Mm. Um, and yeah, some of them like went along to some of the big ones in London. Um, but I was just aware that, okay, there's something going on culturally. Where do people from the estate go if they want to go Where to church? Where did you feel comfortable? Did, uh, did you feel at home in the Nigerian church? That's a good question. Um, I was, yeah, I felt very at home. Was that familiarity though? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it, yeah, I felt very at home um, in both worlds actually. Because by the time, so educationally, because I, I went to Dulwich College in year six. So from when I was 10, mm. right through to when I was 18. So And we underestimate how formative year yeah, six yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it wasn't even that I'd finished primary school and then gone. It was like partway through primary school, mm. I've now gone to this different setting. Yeah. And that first year was, was huge in that <laughs> I was so like rough and rago. Like it was just... Um, yeah, I got in trouble a lot. I didn't even realize how bad my language was. I'd be like saying stuff in class and I didn't know I was swearing, but mm, I was swearing. Mm, mm. Um, and then when someone points out that I'm swearing, I'd swear again saying, ah, mm. oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. So I, I think I've always been a, a bit of a chameleon. And so my, my way of like coping with the difference at Dutch college was just like fully assimilating whilst also being able to, to be at home in mm. my, like in my church environment. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I was, yeah, I, I felt like I could straddle both worlds. And so even from a young age, I thought we need church to be able to be accessible culturally to a wider range of people mm. than it is. Mm. Mm. Um, and so when I heard that, yeah, there was a guy, Jay, who was looking to plant in in Brixton. I was like, this just makes sense. Like, I'm, I'm why, wouldn't, why wouldn't I plant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back to the end. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you j- just 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 finishing off on on your secondary school experience or your your college college experience? Yeah. Did you was you was there any element of you being the only black kid on the block? Did you feel like you stood out? Yeah. So Dulwich Dulwich College as a private school. Like it was, um, I think it was quite unique in that it was still in South London. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Heart so of like, South London. And so 
there were there was a diversity of people there. Not everyone there was rich, um, right? And not everyone there was black. There was there was definitely a mixture, and mm. so I didn't feel like I was in a completely alien world, right? Okay. Um, yeah. So Whereas if you cool. went off to Hampshire to yeah, yeah, if I was out in like at that time, if I was if I was out in like Eton or yeah Harrow, or, yeah, 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 that would have been very very different. Good. Okay. So university picking back up one of our dangling threads. Mm-hmm. Gone to university engineering that wasn't petroleum and you've um where did you then you got a job in engineering yeah, yeah. you've enjoyed the work in engineering yeah i loved it i loved it um, and where was that that was in newcastle newcastle okay newcastle. Durham, newcastle newcastle what was that like newcastle a friend of me and my son and we we, we we are admirers of sunderland who watched a documentary sunderland Ooh, football club right, there's a documentary on What's um yeah that is beef yeah yeah it's even worse than the Tottenham Arsenal rivalry yeah, yeah. for sure for sure it's a proper football rivalry yeah I, lo- I love Newcastle mm. I love Geordies mm. I think football fans are deluded I don't mean that in the nicest way possible but I take no I take no friends it's kind of like that kind of but then you've got football fans like me and Jaden but then you've got Newcastle and yeah, Sunderland yeah, like supporters where it's just hard cool. yeah. Like, I think when I was living there, actually... The whole was, city is so centred around the, the football club, like it's Mecca. Yeah, like, and it feels like it on a Sunday... I think, uh, what was it? On a Sunday morning, I was travelling... I think I was taking the train somewhere. And because the stadium's right near the train station, mm. I could hear this, like, chorus the resounding roar. through yeah, the air. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, this sounds like worship. Like, this... But it is. Yeah. And, and, it the, is, and the stadium. It's fully worshipped. It feels like a, a, a temple. I remember, yeah, a, a, like a Newcastle supporter punching a police horse. Um, Brave. During, yeah, that wasn't a good idea. <coughs> no. He hurt himself. Um, but yeah, during um, the Sunderland, Newcastle. The Derby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, like, I mean, I wasn't supposed to go down that rabbit hole, but yeah. we're, 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 we're thinking of taking a trip to Sunderland to watch a match because they've just been promoted back is to it? the championship. Oh yeah, um, I heard about that. Yeah, we're admirers of the team and we're just going to make it like a weekend away. That'd be fun. Yeah, go to Sunderland and watch the team as Sunderland supporters, not as away supporters or anything like that. Anyway, uh-huh. what was life like in, in in Newcastle? How long were you up there for? I was there for five years and... That's, it, a, that's a good stretch. So yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You, 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 you settled. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was great. And I think, um, yeah, the Christians there did a good job of just embracing me as one of their own. Um, that are, was they, a guy. Are, they, are they different kind of Christians up, 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 up in Newcastle? Do you know what it is? I think in London, there are more tribes. Yeah. There are more like social groups. Yeah. Whereas when I was in Newcastle, it felt like... Um, Catholics and others. I'm what? joking. <laughs> Catholics and others. You're funny. Um, now, when I was in Newcastle, it, it felt like um, there was different classes of people but they weren't prejudging me i wasn't prejudging them so there was one couple um matthew and helen like they they basically adopted me i was around for dinner every week um and yeah that was great there was a guy called don i think i can't remember how old he was maybe 60s or 70s at the time and um don's a great name yeah it's donald um we so we met up for lunch like quite regularly he'd have me around his house um and it's funny because like we'd go to a, a restaurant or yeah for lunch and the staff during the slightly baffled like what's going on here uh black guy in his 20s 
um, you know, older Geordie guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's who's carer? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, They'll probably look at you as the carer. Yeah. Black guy in his twenties, probably, maybe. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like that's a beautiful thing. That's what the gospel does. And so, yeah, like, yeah, it was. Was cool. you married at that point? No, I met my wife at Bible college. Okay, so what brought you back to? What made you give up your um, engineering life? Um, so my church that I was going to um, needed someone to join the staff and help out with the ministry. And I was just thinking, oh, let me take a break from um, engineering. I'll probably still go back to it because I was like working towards chartership, becoming a chartered mechanical engineer. And um, so, I, yeah, I fully thought that I would go back to it. But when I started working for the church, like I was helping out with everything. I was doing like a primary school Bible club. I was... Um, yeah, like youth work, adult Bible study, visiting elderly people in the, so in the you area. You really got involved in yeah, the ministry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, at, like once I started doing it, I was like, this is uh, amazing. And as long as my pastor doesn't say no. <laughs> you're um, you're going to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah I'd yeah, love yeah. to do this. Yeah. So, um, and like prior to that, I knew like at uni, it was just instilled into us through our church that, um, there's just a need to get the gospel out and to make Jesus known. And if you have the opportunity, like, why wouldn't you? Mm. So it was always on my mind, but like I had, there were just certain responsibilities I knew I had, um, like financially and, and that made me feel like mm, maybe in my forties, um, but let me establish myself financially. Yeah, let me do me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, get the, bu the building blocks in place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I, I just felt like a, a real conviction that, if it's worth serving God in my 40s, it's it's worth serving God in my 20s and mm. 30s. And I just mm. need to trust him to provide for me, to provide for my family mm. and mm. not think that it's all on me yeah, to do yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. back um, to the work thing. Yeah, and, and so God, yeah, and God ha really has, like, um, particularly like my younger brother um, has really stepped up and been a real blessing to the whole family. So it didn't need to be me, even mm. though I thought it had to be me. I think you mentioned younger brother before. You said sister. Yes, older sister, younger brother. Do you not get on with your younger brother? <laughs> Why are you trying to store up people? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. No, he's a blessing. He's a real blessing. So what made you then say, do you know what, on this engineering life, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go and buck up with a guy called Jane Brixton and start a church? Yes, I... That I sounds like a salary drop. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what, the switch from engineering to, yeah, to, to working Missional for the church. engineering. <laughs> I was working full-time for the church already and that was a 50% pay cut. That was, that oh. was, yeah, yeah. yeah but okay. there was a... Um, oh right, yeah. So okay, yeah. So we're up in up in Newcastle. You'd already finished engineering yeah, work, yeah, yeah, and started to work for church yeah, full time. Yeah, yeah. So you'd already taken that lifestyle financial drop. Yeah, in yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, but I was blessed by. I'm just gonna name drop everyone. Yeah, pick up everyone. Um, Adam Boyce, <laughs> Marion, um, just very kindly supplemented that salary so that it wasn't so such a painful mm, drop. Mm. Um, and yeah, supported me for many, many years. Um, so you yeah. say Mariam. Marianne. Marianne. Yeah. Okay. Big up Marianne. Um, and so who's yeah. Marianne? She was one of the women at church. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She was great. She is great. Um, so yeah, I knew I needed more training because there was the pastor, there was the assistant pastor, then there was me. And so if I had a question, like a theological question, like what does you know what does this verse mean mm. i could 
spend hours trying to find the answer. And I knew that if I was trying to pastor a church, I wouldn't have that time. Yeah. So I thought, let me go away, get some proper training, and then like properly go into this. Mm. Um, and so I knew people had gone to Oak Hill. Um, so I thought, yeah, let me let me check out Oak Hill. Mm. So I came I came down. That was my. I already knew that I was gonna go to Oak Hill, and then Jay got in touch after that. So I was already coming to London, mm. and he was like, "Yeah, I'm starting this church in Brixton." Um, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yes, yes, I did that for for six years. Um, Running the help helping to run yeah, the yeah, church. Yeah, in yeah so. That was so three years. I was full time at Bible college and then like doing this in my vast amounts of spare time, whilst also getting married. And yeah, anyway. and in your spare time, yeah, in my spare time. Yeah. Um, where was the where was the church thing? I, I, was it was in the school, wasn't it? Actually, yeah. We well, we met at a few places. We we met at the Ritzy Cinema for a bit. Okay, cool. When we were yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to be fly. Um, Didn't last long. Um, and then we met. There's a building, Brixton Road. Brick, um, Brixton Road Youth Centre. Um, mm. It's oh, I can't remember the name of the, the estate, um, but just off Vassal Road. Mm -hmm. So we met there for a bit, um, and that was it. Was good. Like we felt like we were in the community. It's a bit of a base, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And there was a Bible study in the nearby estate as well. So that was that was good. Um, and then we moved to Evelyn Grace Academy, and yeah, had a really good relationship with them. Loughborough Junction. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like towards that way, yeah. um, and. Yeah, they Shakespeare Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, had a good relationship with them. Um, Gabby, who was also on staff at Block, she ran a like a Christian union. Block is the name of the church, Brixton local yeah, yeah, church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, she ran a Bible study, at like a Christian union kind of thing. And that mm. yeah, that was amazing actually. So to be in the school on a Sunday and also in the school midweek, um, getting to know the young people, yeah, like. So, and some of them came across on a Sunday as well. Um, yeah, that was a real blessing. It was good to to be doing that. And compared it to your life up in Newcastle, at the church in Newcastle, your first sort of dipping mission, and mm -hmm. my microphone has dipped. <coughs> Forgive me, people, for all of that um, banging. And I know it really echoes when you move a microphone. You should never really do it. Um, so your first, wow, I'm really loud now. Um, we might need to re-record this because my voice has suddenly got louder. So you, your, your first, comparing Brixton local church life in the middle of Brixton, moving around, um, putting up your tent in different places. Mm. What was that like compared to your experience in mission up in Newcastle? It was different. I think the Newcastle ministry gave me a, it was an experience of, okay, this church, it was a, like, it was a Church of England kind of parish church, yeah. right? And so it's like structured, yeah. And and the minister had been there for like twenty years or something before I'd arrived. Mm. And he was like a governor at the school. Mm -hmm. and the local primary school had visits there. You know, there was there was just good links. And it was all established. Yeah. And I think, I guess, it gave me a vision of what might be possible in terms of just a church that's properly embedded into the community and seeking mm. to be a blessing mm. to that community to love our neighbors well. Um, and I think. Yeah, the in terms of it was a great so Newcastle was a great place to learn ministry as well because everyone there was so like supportive, encouraged, you know, just really encouraging mm. and and it, you know my fumbling attempts to like preach whatever like they were just they loved it they mm. you know they they were really encouraging me there was no one there like trying to 
critique me yeah, and, yeah. and give Look me... Look for the helps. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's such an obstacle reference. Do you really want to do that? No, 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 no. Not today. No, okay. ignore the fact that I said it helps everybody. Uh, that, that was an in-joke. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. There was nobody critiquing yeah, you, yeah, luckily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, whereas Bristol Local Church, I mean, we so we were smaller and, um, yeah, many happy memories of, of that time, but it was, the ministry felt harder um, in, yeah, just in all sorts of ways. And I think... Um, so going back to your question a few hours ago about my arrogance, mm. I think God really used that to humble me because I had a plan, a vision, how I thought it was going to work out. Felixministries.inc. Um, not even that. I, but I did think it, I, th- I thought it would blow. I thought, yeah, 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 it would yeah, be, yeah, yeah. after a few years, there'll be 200 of us mm. and, we'll, yeah, and I'll mm. be there for... 200 years. 50 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and the fact that it didn't work out like that yeah just how did it work out so um god is god is very very kind um i agree so what happened was um we got to a stage where we were maybe 30 40 people and but we had three pastors four people on staff and there was an there was another church which hadn't had a pastor for three years mm. and we were mainly kind of young in our 20s and 30s. Mm. They were largely older um, and we had no building. They had a building. And yeah, just God just brought about the opportunity for us to come together and become one congregation. That's not always possible. Often there's like theological mm-hmm. differences. There are leadership Age clashes. Yeah, just yeah. all sorts of yeah. stuff. But in God's kindness, like we were able to, to come together as one church. But by then, I had been running, you know, burning candle both ends, yeah. you know, running at 200 miles per hour. And, I, yeah, I needed to step back from church. And by then, you were married. and Yeah, had um, Michael was born as well. So yeah. had our first son. And, yeah, I was pretty mush up. And you, 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 so you met wife at Bible College? Yeah, so she wasn't there. Um, she was just minding her business at her church. But I was on placement there. I was at her church for uh, like... That's not what you was there for, bro. I know, right? And this is... Do you know what the funny thing is? I actually said to God... Uh, that's not what I'm here for. That's not what I'm here for. Oh. Like, I'm, I'm focused. Lord, like... I'm here to serve you. Yeah, I'm here to serve, to serve you. Yeah, works. Um, and so like, yeah, God... God a, said no. God has a funny sense of humor. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a good placement, but it was even better that I met my wife. <laughs> There's so many jokes I can make out of that, but I won't. But, okay, do you know what it is? I didn't want to be that guy who just comes and like, I don't... I, well, no. you thought you was that guy because you thought you'd have 200 people in your church and I'm joking. Uh, Ministry-wise, yeah, but like, I have no game. I had no game. Like, You must have had something because you're married. Well. And you've been married now for... I think F would took pity on me a little bit. I can see that. It was very funny because... I've heard that actually. <laughs> I, um, so I was only there for a week, right? And... Wait, you found a wife in a week? <laughs> wow. What was the name of the church? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for a week and I, like, I've never asked, I'd never asked for anyone's number before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you found game. And so, like, so that week, so I met her, like, three times that week um, in, like, in oh, the well, Do they go, do they have services every day? So what it was, they had, like, a mission event and I was helping out. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, like, a three-day mission thing and then i also went to a young adult adults bible study that she was she was leading as well um and 
So like after around like day one or day two, I spoke to my friend, I was like, I think I've met someone, mm -hmm. but I don't know what to do. Like, mm -hmm. how, how, what, what do I do? Um, I think I'll be very foolish not to pursue this. Did they not teach you at Dulwich College? I, no, they, <laughs> what, in my old boy school? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's not gonna hear. Yeah, 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 that really didn't help me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so like when it came to like asking for her number, I was like, oh yeah, it's been so good to meet you be good to keep in touch like somehow possibly maybe like one day like, i was just like and eventually she kind of just took it and said okay let me give yeah. <laughs> let, let me give you my number um so so she saw you didn't have any games to chuck yeah yeah, yeah. take my number and it was, yeah, 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 it was yeah, getting yeah. embarrassing yeah, yeah yeah exactly and praise god and two children later yeah, you're, yeah. you're still married <laughs> what's what's been what have you, what has god taught you not through the experience of not having a game um i'm sure there was a lesson there but in in your is it six years of marriage five six yeah, this is year seven year I seven think, yeah yeah so apologies yeah next month we'll delete the year from your married life not at all yeah. yeah so in seven years of marriage who's felix now that he wasn't aware of what has god been through marriage or well it's, it's difficult to untangle what i've learned through marriage what i've learned through ministry um my yeah what I've learned through life in general, mm. um, but I think I was very, mu I was very. Much yeah, you, you, it's funny you say that because yeah, you you, you went through a lot of ex changes and experiences in that seven years. It's not like you settled in a church; you'd been a pastor for ten years, or, or yeah. So a lot happened in that. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I see yeah. why you said that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, in the past nine years, mm. like everything's changed. Whirlwind. Yeah. Um. So I think. At the start, you know, at the start of the time when I was at Bible college, I was very much more certain about how things would pan out mm. and more confident that I knew what was right or I knew what was best and I was able to kind of control the future. Mm. Um, whereas now I'm, yeah, I'm just um, trying to embrace the fact that God is God and he does a much better job of being God than I do. Um, but to be fair, I mean, even in the way that I met Fwork, because I, I had my list of like things to look out for. Ideal bride list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, um, but I didn't actually think it was possible, whereas she completely surpassed the list. Do you know what I mean? I, I was like, okay, God, <laughs> in an ideal world, like these are the things that I think would be amazing. Um, but I didn't actually think the whole thing could be combined in one person, mm, and, mm -hmm, and that mm -hmm. is my wife. Mm. So, like, even already, like, God was already showing me that He, like, He does things better than than I can do. Um, but in terms of like the way church worked out, like, I yeah, like my <laughs> my plan was Brixton mega church, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey, like thousands of people, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and yeah, like you know. We're publishing, we're broadcasting, we're, do you know what I mean? Um, that's not, I'm not being serious, but. So you thought he was gonna be Creflo Dollar, isn't it? Not even that. <laughs> um, it wasn't actually about fame and fortune, but it was about, um, like, we're really gonna disciple people, we're really gonna, like, have a huge reach, mm -hmm. and, and we're, you know, and it's gonna look a certain way. Mm. Um, your chest, was, I, your missional chest was high. Yeah, because, and, and I was encouraged to have this kind of gospel ambition. Do you mm, know what I mean? Mm. So I was, an, I was an ambitious person anyway. And so now I'm channeling that in a mission direction, in yeah. a kind of ministry direction. So of course it's going to look big and amazing. Whereas now 
I pride, so what I came face to face with was my own weakness, my own deficiency, my own sinfulness. Mm. Do you know what I mean? As mm. a leader, I was actually a massively insecure leader in that. Um, so that same attitude of feeling like I needed to be the smartest person in the room growing up because that's where I found my identity. Mm. Um, you know, just wanting to be seen as competent, wanting to be um, you know, respected and appreciated and valued. And But ministry is so hard that that even if you are appreciated, it's not satisfying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you've poured, you know, blood, sweat and tears into the sermon. Like, I thank you is not really going to, it's yeah, not really no, going to yeah, cut it. Cut do you know what I mean? Being told that that, that, yeah, that yeah. really, particularly, yeah. particularly if like, even if like five or 10 people actually say that, but mm. one person has something to say. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it, you're going to dwell, well, I dwell on that one person. Mm. Um, and just that whole experience was very, very painful. Um, and so, yeah, just recognizing that actually, um, the things that are valuable in ministry are, yeah, trusting, depending on God, like finding joy and satisfaction in him, mm. um, not in ministry. You know, there's that, there's that passage where, um, the disciples are like, even the demons are subject to us. They listen to us. Isn't that mm -hmm, amazing? And he's mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. okay, cool. But actually rejoice that your name is, is written in heaven. That's, mm. that's far more mm. important. So yeah, it's it, it's that um, it's um, I think during my time leading, I was I was let down by people I looked up to, um, both near and far. So you know, you know there are kind of just people who influence you through their books or through their, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? But like seeing them fall or fail mm -hmm. in some ways, mm -hmm. and then people more up close who, yeah, I felt fell to care for me at times of need that I had um, again that was painful but it was helpful in showing me that actually yeah people let you down um, Jesus doesn't let you down but people can let you down and um, and so your confidence yes we're in interdependent we need each other but you can't rely on each other mm. in the way that we're meant to rely on God um, so yeah, just in all sorts of different ways, like God's humbled me, like he's shown me my need of, of him. He's shown me um, that the things that are valuable aren't so much like out here being a Christian action man, but just being um, faithful and humble and patient mm. um, and mm. just trusting him mm. with with life. Amen. Amen. I pressed the wrong button, you know. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, I did a, I did a, but I forgot what you just said was banging. Bro, it's been good to talk to you. Thank you so much. It's been amazing get, getting to know you a little bit better, even though I knew most of the stuff you told me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, thank you for joining me on this episode. Thanks of, for having me. Of Boise Talks. Thank you, bro. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Boise Talks podcast. You can find more episodes, how to subscribe to our podcast and mailing list, and other info at our website, boisetalks.com.